Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, back here on the Ohio. It is um, Tuesday, March 16th. Can't believe it's only Tuesday. It feels like Friday already, but hey, we're back. Um, Brandy, I was surprised by this. Um, I, I know some people don't like when we talk too much politics on here, but it, to me, this is more of a pop culture story. Uh, J.D. Vance, who wrote Hillbilly, Hillbilly Elegy, uh, did, did, have you watched that or have you read the book, Brandy? No, I don't either. <laughs> oh, I have. Either. I've heard it all the time. I keep hearing about it. Yeah, people get excited about it. People get excited about the show, uh, the book, and everything. Well, we were joking uh, a couple weeks ago, and we thought this was a little bit ridiculous. Um, yeah, J.D. Vance is interested in running for Senate. And, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about Senate candidates. And, you know, we didn't look at J.D. Vance as a, a serious candidate, but maybe we should rethink that, Brandon, because the news yesterday... Um, PayPal co-founder Peter uh, Thiel, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name, donated $10 million to a super PAC that supports J.D. Vance. And he's giving a pretty big show of support for the possible Ohio Senate contender. Uh, this guy is a um, German-American billionaire. Uh, he was an early investor in Facebook, and he gave $10 million to protect Ohio Values, which was a super PAC and was formed last month to support Vance's possible bid. $10 million, Brandon. I mean, I guess somebody wants to make his campaign legitimate. What do you think about that? Um, I, I'm not familiar with too much about – I mean, I'm more familiar with not necessarily J.D. Vance, but more with his uh, the debate around J.D. Vance. Um, a lot of folks really scrutinizing over – the ethos of him, I suppose, uh, you know, whether, you know, he, he was, uh, whether his, um, his book or whatnot was, you know, a, a very good insight into the, into the Appalachian region. Um, that kind of thing. And I'm not really going to get into it because it's not something that really was really striked me chord with me or anything. I think, um, people, um, were, um, it's like, it's interesting. It's more of a, you know, Ohio kind of versus the world kind of feels feels kind of story vibe to me. Uh, more of uh, people just don't understand the Appalachian and whatnot. But anyways, that's besides the point. I think, uh, you know, Vance, if Vance wants, it, it really comes at the end of the day if Vance is even interested in running for Senate. And I honestly don't know if he's, while he's got some recognition, I don't know if it will translate well enough to all of Ohio. And, um, that's that's gonna be, that's gonna be kind of. It would be a very bland pick, in my opinion. 
I mean, like, and at the end of the day, he might not want to run, and Thiel's just wasting $10 million, but yeah. maybe not if he's had con- – those two are friends, actually, so I think there has to have been some sort of conversation. <laughs> but uh, you well, think – you guys, you guys are billionaires, so we look at $10 million going, dang, that's life-changing. You know, if, if one of us got $10 it's million, dollars, yeah. Yeah, to him, he's probably, it's probably like, nope. you know, us buying a hamburger for lunch instead of eating in, you know. I, I mean, I, I, but you're right, though. If, you know, if they're friends, you know, yeah, $10 million might be pocket change, but the guy's not going to drop $10 million unless there's a legitimate conversation, right? It would think, unless of course there was like it's really like a, a, a polite nudge, like no, get in this. But because right now we the Ohio race is down, looking shaping up to on the Republican side to be between um, Jane Timken and Josh Mandel, at least from what I've heard. Um, and it seems like Mandel is running the Trump's Trump style campaign, and Timken's looking to like to be rewarded with the Trump backing. Um, so. But you know, um, I'm hoping that we'll we'll see. You know, it, it'll be interesting. I think Vance might have an opportunity. Um, you know, if he r- runs his campaign more as a traditional Republican in that sense, if the Trump vote gets split between Mandel and Timken, but I, it's hard to say. I mean, um, Peter Thiel is a very very staunch kind of. Um, uh, business style conservative, I would, I think, is probably fair to say, definitely right wing. Um, so um, definitely, and people, loads of people, <laughs> loads of people are are uh, not always thrilled with uh, uh, Mr. Thiel. So uh, I, I think it's, so I think that's um, um, at least with on the left, on the left side, with hand side, with wing. But um, um, yeah, 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 I was just gonna say he spoke at the. Um, the uh, Republican convention in Cleveland, there was a picture of that here in the Cincinnati Enquirer um, article. Uh, he moved to Cincinnati a couple of years ago. Um, and then oh, also- Vance. you're talking about J.D. Vance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm mixing these two guys up. Yeah, Vance moved to Cincinnati a couple of years ago. Um, Thiel um, was the one that gave the speech. Um, he was one of the key speakers on the um, Trump uh, convention yeah. where they first nominated him for the Republican uh, ticket. Uh, back in uh, 16, yeah, 2016. Um, Robert Mercer, and man, I, I'm not up on my rich American dudes, Brandon, because I haven't heard of the guy. But Robert Mercer is a hedge fund billionaire. Uh, he, he was also a, a key supporter of Trump's um, presidential bid. Uh, it, it's also saying Mercer, the family, made a significant contribution. So it might not be ten million, but apparently there's more money coming from another billionaire guy. So, um, yeah, I, we don't know what JD Vance thinks, but apparently there's some people pushing JD Vance to say, "Hey, you know, we got the money. We're donating some money." And again, it's a super PAC. It's not directly to JD Vance. So I guess if JD Vance doesn't run, they could give it to somebody else. But well, there's some I money mean- flowing. This is the issue with super PACs. Technically, there's not supposed to be any cooperation between a super PAC and a campaign, um, even though there's a little bit of a loophole. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. But you know what? Again, it's it's like what makes someone decide to like start a super PAC and say, "Come on, JD." I, I don't know if that's the, the. I think that's the question. Is it? Is it more of? Uh, um, 
is it more putting is it is the is the campaign real is the funds the funds meant to persuade jd or or to get a feelers out for for ohio in the Ohioan primary base uh, the republican primary base i don't know that's well, my question though so. yeah they're saying it's a show of support now again it's not it may not be directly in advance, but hey, you know, these are close people that are tied in advance. And if you really think about it, in terms of who is actually running, I mean, the only two that have officially, officially thrown their hats in are, you know, um, as you said, Timken and Mandel on the Republican side. Uh, Democrats, all signs point to Amy Acton running. Um, there was a group, uh, boy, I can't remember. Last week, there was a, a group of, uh, physicians or health workers that uh for their support behind acting um I, I don't think they gave a huge amount of money but um it, it was a pretty significant show of support um but she really hasn't officially said she would i mean all signs is saying she is going to run but there hasn't been an official thing yet um who else are we thinking the democratic side I'm, i guess T tim ryan which hasn't said no but really hasn't said yes either right no, I, he hasn't committed either, but he's been another speculated, speculated candidate. Um, and all the other ones that we could, uh, look, you make get on Google now, we can look, list all the other Democratic Democrats running, yeah, or yeah. possible potential ones. But we wouldn't. I don't think they would. They won't have the same recognition. I guess is the one way as Acton and Ryan would. I, I don't. To my, to my, uh, I think that's safe to say. There is one person that we don't know that has speculated about running for Portman's seat. And that is Gerard, Gerardo Rivera. Am I? <laughs> oh yeah. But he actually dropped out. Uh, oh, he, he dropped out already. Yeah. He was, well, he was seriously considering uh, last week. Uh, it was like a 48 hour consideration, but he decided against it, but he was seriously considering it last week. I almost, man, I missed that. I'm okay. Man, so much news, Chris. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, I, I was I, almost, I was curious to see which party was going to run. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I'm working for Gannett. I mean, you hear these things, but you have to keep plugging yourself because stuff comes and stuff goes. But, no, it was significant. And, you know, back on the J.D. Vance thing, I I think the thing, you know, you could say a lot about him that you could say about Amy Acton where you could say, wow, they're known for this. You know, J.D. Vance is known for his book. Uh, you could probably gather some ideas of what he thinks about Ohio or how he would govern or anything, but that's pretty much all you know about J.D. Vance. I mean, apparently he's conservative. I mean, based on who's supporting him and everything, but I mean, what else do we know about J.D. Vance? <laughs> you know? And I mean, I just, the alert, the alert of the non-politician, it's, it's something that I think for some reason, Republicans think or make good candidates, I guess. Um, but, um, but, but see, yeah. it's true on both sides because you could say, well, hey, Amy Acton, you know, she served in Ohio government. You know, she's had experience and she has. But, you know, I don't know much about her other than her health stance. And again, events could be great. Amy Acton could be great. I'm not usually, usually a bit of mystery is not. helpful because uh, it's harder to kind of pin you down a little bit in that sense, um, at least on the neg negative attack campaign range. Um so, um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting shake up to see how it plays out further. But, um, well, and, and yeah. the interesting thing is you could really, if people don't know a lot about you and if there's not 
that much written or demonstrated in what you've done in the past, you can pretty much say, you can pretty much adjust your beliefs based on what it's going to do well in politics, right? I mean, I mean, there's some things like Amy Atkin, you know, some critics of her say, hey, so she volunteered at abortion rights group or something else like that. So, I mean, you, you can pinpoint some of her thoughts and beliefs from before. But, man, if nobody knows about you, Brandon, you might as well just sit out there and say, hey, more people are supporting this. I got to go for it. You know what I mean? You could really, you know, make yourself into a compelling candidate that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have nothing really to add on that. I think those are all good points there. But, um, um, well, it, like I say, I mean, at this point, it's very, just very early, still very on in the process. And, um, um, and I think um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more candidates join the Republican side than on the Democrats. So that's all I got really to add at this point. Well, and already um, people like Josh Mandel are taking it. I mean, there was a story on Cleveland.com where the editor pretty much said, hey, you know, we've said in the past Josh Mandel has always been truthful. And are we just going to run whatever he says because he's a candidate? And, you, you know, there's been a lot of questions on the what Josh Mandel is saying and everything. And, man, that's not good, Brandon. If you're a year away from the election and a big paper in the area, it's like, I'm not sure if we can believe anything he says. You know, that says a sign. So I'll tell you, the Republican field is wide open. I mean, I don't know much about Jane Timken. Um, you know, I'm, I question Josh Mandel. They're running for the Trump vote. But yeah, I think if you, I think there's such an opportunity. The only thing I can say on that again, there's such an opportunity for someone to run as the non-Trump vote, I think. And I think you can say, you, if you eloquently deliver it, you can, you can make a case to Ohio and saying, look, I'm not running for Trump. I'm running for the state of the, the great people of Ohio. I think that might resonate better with the with the uh, with the primary, which even at a primary base. Now, I might be people might laugh and say, "No, it's totally in Trump's pocket." But I don't know. I think there's, um, I think that um, if some Trump voters are split between either Mandel or Timken, I think it's it might pave an opening to capture a portion of, of Republican voters who weren't necessarily. Um, of who voted for Trump but weren't necessarily uh, in love with Trump, I guess is one way to put it. Put it. So, and I know Ohio, mind you, that um, our primary system is open to the point where you can choose which part party, um, can, uh, which party's primary you can vote in. So there could be some some Biden Biden voters who might choose to vote in the Republican primary too. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I, I think the only thing is looking at a stereotype, you know, Trump won Ohio by 8%. So I think even though there's openings other ways, I think some people in the Republican Party are saying, man, we better pledge our allegiance because he did well in Ohio. I wonder if it would be different in a different state where, you know, Biden won more easily. I, I think that appeal is there in Ohio for some reason, just based on the fact he won the state. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what plays out. And like you said, I'm not just looking at this from a political sense. It's from a J.D. Vance sense. I mean, uh, do you like hibbleology? Um, are you going to vote for a guy based on that? And you might say, oh, that's silly. Why would I vote for somebody? Well, we voted for a businessman that um, hosted a reality show. I mean, you know, the there's an appeal now for the non-politician that 
is true on the Republicans and it's true on the Democrats. I mean, Amy Acton could be great, but Amy Acton's never been a politician before. So, you know, it, it, it's an interesting dynamic in what's happening in our politics today, and it might be good, might be bad. It'll be interesting to see what shakes out. So, um, good conversation, Brandon. I appreciate that. And hey, we're going to come back with our uh, third segment of the day of the Ohioan. Um, come back, uh, come back soon and check us out. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs> 